live from the straight red plex, the disease-ridden, sick, Alex-containing straight red plex. It's straight red. I am your host, Alex Kibler. There was never another host of this show, especially not one named Jeff. I'm glad I could clear that up for everyone. Hey, so here I am. I'm by myself this week. I had a scheduling conflict, and Jeff has approximately two hours for me in his life per week. I could not fit myself into those two hours, so here we are. It's been quite a week for me, Gingers. Let me be totally honest with you. Um, A lot of stuff has happened in the soccer world. A lot of stuff has happened in in Alex land. Uh, I'm under the weather, as you can probably hear. My normal suave, sexy baritone is being marred by this terrible disease. Um, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to press through. It's going to be great. Uh, you know, and I'm optimistic. Uh, I'm optimistic about the future of soccer in this country, um, which is tough to say, considering the following. New York Red Bulls 2, NYCFC nil. Gingers. Have you ever... Uh, do you ever get the feeling... Do you ever get the feeling that the world is sort of out to get you, that things are negative and terrible and bad? Well, me neither, but I'm led to believe that this is why some people start thinking that way. The New York Red Bulls have completed the sweep, the season sweep, of NYCFC. Now, um, you know, I famously came on this show after previous defeats in this rivalry and sort of tried to offer a little bit of optimism, and you'll get a little bit of that from me a little bit of that for me this time as well. But let me say this. you, We needed this one. Um, when I say that, NYCFC emotionally needed this match. Um, they, needed a, they needed a feel-good win to pick themselves up to, to get ready to make a playoff run. And I don't think the playoff run is dead, but when you look at the matches that are upcoming for NYCFC... It's gonna be it's gonna be a long road from here. I think they needed this sort of pick me up win to take place. Now the, the positives that you can take from this are you know your your goals were conceded on a botched clearance and on a deflection uh, right in front of the goalkeeper. So I mean it's th- there are positives to take from this. Um, probably could have had a penalty shout not on one of the two calls but on the Frank Lampard uh, call that probably could have been a penalty. But these things are all now in the past. Um, when you're NYCFC and you're currently in eighth place in the Eastern Conference, you've got to win games right now. You don't have the option of saying, you know what, let's let this thing gel. And considering we had an 11-game winless streak earlier on in the season, I don't, we don't have a lot of time for that. There's not a ton of time to get the type of consistency and understanding that this team needs. Now, you know, the positives here... That you're only four slots out of a, uh, excuse me, four points out of a playoff slot. Um, you know you're, you have certainly looked worse this year. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if that's a really good way to put it, but you, you you're playing some decent soccer. Um, we still desperately need to figure out how to get all three of the big name DPS into this lineup simultaneously in an effective manner uh, because we haven't figured out how to do that yet. Um, but I, you know, you have a game in hand over New England. Um, you have a game in hand over Columbus. Now they both have, you know, sizable point jumps over you, but certainly not unattainable with 11 more games to go. 
um, if you're NYCFC. So you've got to try to be optimistic. They do have the quality in that team, but they're going to have to start winning games right now. Uh, Toronto 1, Sporting Kansas City 3. Toronto continues to be a sort of a Jekyll and Hyde uh, for me. Um, Toronto has, pardon me, has probably the most raw attacking talent uh, in the league. You know, and just last week, uh, they beat Orlando City 4-1. When you have then a game where you, if you have then a game where you get five shots on target, you wouldn't sort of necessarily think that that's a bad thing. But, and especially at home, you expect to get a result. But I will tell you this as well. Sporting Kansas City has quickly made themselves, gotten themselves into the discussion for being maybe the best team in the West. Now, there's some teams who could certainly, who could certainly, you know, have a few arguments with that. Um, But Sporting Kansas City is playing some good soccer right about now. They have three games in hand over the Vancouver Whitecaps, who are leading it, uh, the West, pardon me. And they have four games in hand over the LA Galaxy, despite the fact that the Galaxy only have a three-point lead on them. Um, I believe I'm right in saying, I'm just looking at this really quick here, Gingers, they're tied with only DC United in points taken per game. Um, Sporting KC is playing some good soccer right now. Uh, you know, they have one of the best goal differentials in the league. It's, it's a tough place to go play. Um, look out for them if you're in the playoffs. Um, speaking of playoff implications, LA Galaxy 3, Seattle Sounders 1. Seattle, the fall from grace is almost complete here. Uh, just a month and a half ago, you were in a position where you could have theoretically walked away with the supporter shield. Now, today, you are in the last playoff spot in the Western Conference. Um, at this point, you're concerned. You play in the toughest, uh, excuse me, the tougher conference in MLS. You have teams behind you in Houston and RSL who have been known to put some results together here. You are actually in real danger of falling out of the playoffs and not making the playoffs this season. Now, when you go on a run where you have taken three, I'm making sure I'm getting my math here right, three of your last 27 available points, you're not playing so hot. If you're Seattle, you expect more than this. Now, yes, is the is the Home Depot Center, now known as the StubHub Center, is the StubHub Center a difficult place to go play a soccer game? Yes, of course it is. But that being said, you shouldn't have allowed the situation to get this dire up until now. Obviously, without Dempsey or Martins, but you've got to stop making excuses if you're the Seattle Sounders. Now, this week in U.S. men's national team former player news, that's a new segment that we're going to have, I just decided right now, because Jeff isn't here. Oh, wait, I don't know who I'm talking about. I'm the only host of this show. My good friend, personally, except that's not true, Hercules Gomez signed with Toronto FC um, this week. Gingers, this signing um, has demonstrated that 
Toronto FC have decided to go full on basketball score mode. Let's just outscore them. Hey, we're going to win the game six to four. Doesn't really matter. You know, the question gets asked with this signing is this what they needed? And I'm not sure the answer to that question is yes. But that being said, if you can outscore your opponents, that's all that matters. Clearly, the, de- the defense is the, wor- is, the, is the more needed component on this team. But, you know, I'm looking. We, we play them, NYCFC plays them, pardon me, one more time on September the 16th. And that is about as defense optional of a game as you are going to see in this league. That game might have that game literally might have twelve or thirteen goals. That's that's a shocking amount of attacking talent over the course of two teams and two teams who frankly couldn't be bothered to defend anything. Um, I really really look forward to that one, Gingers. Um, now there was some interesting news out of Dallas this week. He's um, in ticket holder pricing leaked um both for supporter sections and other sections around that stadium that they have there which has something to do with toyota and then a place name after it i'm not really sure which one it is um basically indicating that there were dramatic price hikes uh, in certain sections including uh as reported a season ticket price hike of 75 percent in certain areas of the building now fc dallas traditionally has had frankly there's no other way to say it very poor attendance now that that stigma has changed somewhat in the last few years but they're still certainly not one of the top drawing teams in mls um now there has also now been an interview posted with a uh, a head of um, ticket sales for fc dallas basically promising that it's not as dire as it sounds and that there are sound business reasons including people who have had ridiculous prices locked in since like 2006 where they were playing i believe six dollars a game for these tickets so i can certainly see the club's point of view for this um but at the same time that is a team from everything that i can understand i can see from here that needs to make a bigger footprint on the city of dallas the city of dallas who contains a lot of soccer watching people um who for one reason or another have not really made their way to uh, Toyota Stadium to watch a game. Now, the rumor about this is that these funds are sort of going to be used to help improve the building. I, I, I view this as, as a probably a necessary evil because FC Dallas has traditionally not made a ton of money. Um, but that being said, I, I think this is mostly a failure from a PR perspective, not getting out ahead of it and saying, hey, these are some amazing things that we want to do with our building. This is how we're going to have to pay for it. And basically just dropping, uh, you know, dramatically increased season ticket holder pricing and increased um, and, and potentially doing away with the uh, the supporters section's free tailgating area. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where probably it'll wind up being okay in the end. Um, but that being said... It's not something that this team needs right now in terms of needing to get people into the seats for next year because it looks as if they may be have less season ticket holders year over year, which is certainly not what you want in a league that's growing as quickly as MLS is growing. Some other news from the league, though, Gingers. This is potentially a little bit more of a controversial topic. Uh, Jeff Agus, who apparently is the MLS uh, vice president of competition, which I don't think I knew that, actually, um, says that MLS is in fairly advanced testing and talks to 
implement instant replay, video instant replay into Major League Soccer or USL or both. Now, um, as a whole, this is pretty fascinating. You know, there have been a lot of instances where naysayers of video replay technology have basically um, sort of retracted their statements. I mean, it's been a resounding success for the sport of football and a decent success for the sport of baseball. Now, obviously, the flip side of that argument, these two sports that I just mentioned are sports where there are a lot more natural stoppages in the game than there are in soccer, which is why it sounds to me, at least, that they've been a little conservative with how they're going to roll this out, at least to start with. Now, uh, according to Jeff, um, Jeff Agos, not Jeff Ross, who I don't know who that is. Like I said, I'm the only host that this show has ever had. Uh, it's only for dead ball situations, so, and only in specific ones. Uh, penalty kicks, goals, and the issuance of red cards. So these are stoppages which typically take about one minute uh, in game time, in real time, to sort of uh, go through the motions, get everything set up for the next restart of play. In their testing, it's taken only about 20 seconds um, for the replay team, uh, which apparently consists of one person watching live video feed and one person with a DVR to sort of rewind and look at things, to be able to get information to the referee as to whether or not their decision was correct or not. So this actually really might not be that big of a stop. That being said, I, in many ways, am a traditionalist when it comes to sports if it's not broke don't fix it so to speak um i really would love to see this in action and sort of see it how it gets implemented um obviously as with any other refereeing entity pro wants to get more calls right that that's simply how it works there were some situations with penalty kicks and red cards this past week that may have gone a different way had someone been watching a video screen to change something. So you certainly you want to get those those calls correct if you can. Um, but you know, instant replay—it's just hard to imagine such a traditional, you know, traditionally scored and. Uh, traditionally conducted sports such as soccer. Um, we'll have to see how that one plays out. Back to the men's national team, though, briefly. Um, last week there was some uh, hullabaloo around Timmy Chandler and his coach at Eintracht Frankfurt, Armin Vey, basically saying, hey, don't go play for the men's national team anymore. Well, Timmy's made his, uh, Timmy's made his choice. His cheese dip-making talents are returning to the men's national team. He has basically said... The hell with you, I'm going to play for the United States. Which, from, you know, as an American, you I guess you can see it in two different ways. One, there's the almost sarcastically Americanized statement that he should be allowed to play wherever he wants to play. It's a free country, man. He can do what he wants. Now, couple that with the fact that he's genuinely terrible as a footback, a fullback in, in soccer. Um... So it's it's kind of you know there's there's pluses and minuses there's 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 two sides to this coin. Um, Jurgen clearly likes something about his game, um, and he has shown on occasion that he can you know do good attacking things. His positioning is still dramatically under where it needs to be to be playing at the level of the U.S. men's national team, but. We can only hope that he's going to get better. Um, right now, he is the front runner for that position going into the next World Cup cycle. Obviously, there's some youngsters coming up, and that might change. That being said, 
right now it's his position, and I'm frankly I'm I'm thankful that he's going to get a chance to play that position. Let's go around the league, Gingers. This weekend, Friday night, San Jose plays host to the Colorado Rapids. That's on Unimas. Um, that's 11 p.m. Eastern time, so I will be sleeping. Um, they're going to play at the world's largest outdoor bar, which should be rocking for this one. I'm going to say San Jose 2, Colorado 1. New York Red Bulls, Saturday night, 7 p.m. Uh, on TSN 2 and on MSG against Toronto FC. Um, this is a game that is going to pit two really dynamic offenses against each other. Um, it, it's oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to have to say, since they're in Red Bull Arena, uh, Red Bulls two, Toronto FC two. I think Toronto's the better attacking team, but uh, the Red Bull Arena might give them a little bit of an advantage. Um, also Saturday night, FC Dallas at home against LA Galaxy. That was at 9 p.m. on TWCSN LA. Um, ooh, the Galaxy away from home have not been stellar. Uh, FC Dallas can score against anyone, but has also sort of been inconsistent this year. Uh, I, this has draw written all over it for me. I'm going to say a 2-2 draw. Um, and finally, Sunday night, Seattle at home against Orlando City. That's 5 p.m. Eastern. That's 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, can Seattle stop the skid? I don't see it happening in this one. Uh, Orlando 3, Seattle 1. Orlando all of a sudden playing some scary soccer right about now. Ways that you can get in touch with us gingers. At Straight Red Pod, that's the podcast. At Alex S. Kibler on Twitter, that's me. Um, I'm not going to say Jeff's Twitter Twitter handle. He's not he's not here, so he can't make me. I'm just kidding. It's at Jeff is famous on Twitter. Please tweet at Jeff. Straight Red at iCloud.com. Straight Red Podcast on Instagram. Get in touch with us, gingers. Let us know how you feel. It's now time for everyone's favorite, absolute favorite part of the show uh it's called quiet time with jeff jeff what do you have for the gingers tonight jeff i gotta tell you that's my favorite quiet time with jeff that we've ever had go forth in soccer gingers (laughs) 